Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shall we all turn to our Bibles to Gospel of Matthew, Chapter 5. Verses from 21 to 26. It is a very important passage or a first important message or teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Beatitudes. After saying from the first portion, blessed are the poor, blessed are those who are mourn, and uh, he continued to preach about the practical living. So from verse 21 to 26, he talks about the murder. So let us read verse 21. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder. And anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to his brother, Raha, is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to your brother. Then, come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are still with him on the way. Or he may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. I tell you the truth, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. Just turn to another page. Chapter 7, verses from 21 to 27. Matthew chapter 7, verses from 21 to 27. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me, on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name dry out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, verse 24, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, 
the streams rose and the winds blow and beat against that house yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on sand the rain came down the streams rose and the winds blow and beat against the house and it fell with a great crash let's close our eyes heavenly father we thank you for your word thank you for your presence here father as you have prayed give us grace in this thing very especially in this time to hear your word to speak your word so that we will receive your grace lord your grace will lead us to obey everything what you are going to speak to us in this day cover us with thy spirit fill us with thy spirit help us to understand your truth as you want us to be in jesus most exalted name we pray amen praise the lord today i titled this message as heaven or hell you may be surprised and it is a very rare to hear about hell we might heard many messages or even dreams or testimony of children of god or servants who testified about the vision they had is all about heaven it is very rare to hear about hell but today actually after i came from the when i was sitting in this hall one day just it came to my mind why don't you study about meditate on hell actually god was continually speaking to me in the course of time even till even few minutes before we prayed for god's grace for what to obey to him to reconcile and to be repentant why we have to study about or know about hell because we are the children of god who are belonging to god's kingdom we are all sitting here with a great hope that we will be we are having a hope of our destiny there is only two destiny one is heaven one is hell none of us who is sitting here is prepared to go to the other destiny of hell we all having a hope and belief in god because we are the redeemed children of our living god our hope our our destiny is always to eternal heaven the eternity why we should know again about hell when we know much about we should have the knowledge about hell why that will remind us that will warn us about our present living that will also help us to have the burden for the perishing souls that will motivate us to 
uh, be alert and free the urgency or the importance of preaching the good news to the world. The one who do not know Christ in their life. Okay. What is hell? Hell is the English translation of actually three words in the scripture. Another reason why before that. Another reason why we are supposed to know about hell. It is a Bible, biblical doctrine for every Christian. We believe not only in heaven, there is hell as well. Okay, now, hell is an English translated word. There are three words used in the Bible. Therefore, that is Seol, Hades, and Gehenna. They are the Greek words. The Hebrew words. In Hebrew, it is mentioned about 65 times in the Bible. Even the soul is divided into three, hell directly used in 30 times. Grave is used in 31 times. And pit is used for three times. The saved and the lost men are said to go to Seol. That we read in Genesis 37, 35. And also 1 Peter 3, 19 says that Noah preaches in spirit of Christ. If you look at Luke 16, 19 to 31, there we have read about Lazarus. Lazarus died and went to Abraham's bosom. The rich man died and went to hell or Hades. He could see Abraham away off. Yet, verse 26 says, there was a great gulf between them. In this way, Seol means the place of all departed spirit of man, both lost and saved. It was divided into two parts or sections. Paradise was a site for the saved ones. The other side was the lost the side of the lost was the place of torment. That also we see in verse 24. Secondly, Hades is a Greek word used in the New Testament alone about seven, 11 times. It is translated in King James Version as a hell. Hades is the side of Seol, as I said, where the lost are and the Unsaved or temporary there. Gehenna, G-E-H-E-N-N-A, is a Greek word used about 12 times in the New Testament. And it is always correctly translated as hell. Gehenna is a lack of fire. God's final dumping place for all those that reject, reject our Lord Jesus Christ that we see in Matthew 25, verse 41, that hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. That place, the hell, actually the Gehenna, is prepared for the Satan, the enemy, and his angels. What is hell? 
as it is said, it is called as a lack of fire. Revelation chapter 20 verse 19. Shall you please turn to your Bible and read it? Revelation chapter 20 verse 19. Eighteen, sorry, twenty-one eight. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the way, the murderers, and sexually immoral, those who practice magic art, the idolaters, and all liars, place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Before that. When you look at the scripture, what we read in the first from the gospel, chapter 5, it talks about the murder. First of all, when the Lord Jesus said, do not murder, it was said long ago. What he says here, I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother, will be subject to judgment. Immediately after saying as a murderer, what he says, anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. At the same time, I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment as well. Again, anyone who says to his brother Raha is answerable to the Sanhedrin, that is, the council. But anyone who says to, says, you fool, will be in danger of fire of hell. What I wanted to bring you to your notice is, how serious it is. See, today, when we read from Second Timothy chapter 3, the list of, list of sins were there. It is almost 20 of them are listed there. Along with this, when you compare this, just saying to your brother, you fool, is a sin. It is not a sin, little sin or a small sin. That, is, that sin is to be judged. Judgment to get into your hell. We may be having a hope of heaven. We, we hope for heaven, but unless we set right or unless we live a sinless living until the judgment time, we will be set into, I are, we, are, we are all uh, preparing or uh, prepare ourselves to for judgment. Small, there is no small sin or great sin. Every sin is sin. Here the Lord addresses, even if you say to your brother as a fool, you are under judgment. Not as a, such a small judgment, judgment to a fire or hell, I can say. The fire of hell. 
in the list we have seen so many sins and we have prayed as well for god's grace in all these things when i am here already i have an confirmation of god is preparing us and started speaking to us as well let us continue with what is the bible says about hell let us for our understanding the description of hell there are many things in matthew 3:12 or 13:14 says it is a place of unquenchable fire luke 16:19 to 31 says it is a mem- place of memory and remorse luke 16:24 says it is a place of thirst or a place of fire Revelation 14:10 to 11 says it is a place of agony and pain. Matthew 13:14-42 says it is a place of frustration and anger. Revelation 2:11-26 and 14:21 and 8 says it is a place of separation. a complete darkness revelation 14:10 says place of divine wrath matthew 25:41 says is a place prepared for satan and his demons it is an eternal place 71 times in the new testament 64 are referred as a eternal matthew 25:46 is an example so it is a eternal place and eternal place is as a hell matthew 18:8 says and in jude 7 everlasting fire it is called a place of punishment so there are many more why i have to we have to know all this definition is we should have the fear of hell we should have the fear of committing sin first of all we should know what is what all the sin is even though with the grace of god we have a belief and god has forgiven all our sins and it is also expected that we should live a sinless living in our day to day life these are all the definitions which reminds us we are not supposed to be in a wrong place we should prepare and hope what we god promised to us father where is this hell hades is always referred as being down maybe in the center of the earth but we do not know that we read in numbers chapter 16 verses 32 and 32 33 referred to it as a 
is being done. You can just read it for our understanding. Numbers chapter 16. Verses 32 and 33. What has happened? And the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them with their households and all Korah's men and all their positions. They went down alive into the grave with, with everything they owned. The earth closed over them and they perished and were gone from the community. At their crisis, all the Israelites around them please shouting, the earth is going to swallow us too. Gehenna what does Matthew 8, 12, 22, 13, and 25, 30? As I said, it is a place for outer darkness where the unsaved are caused to spend eternity after the great white throne judgment of Revelation 20, verse 11 to 15, and also 2 Peter 2, 17. That is what we read even in Matthew 7, the second portion, the Lord said, for the, the, the one who has said, Lord, Lord, will not enter the kingdom of heaven. That's what he said. He said, at the end, I will never knew you away from me, you evildoers. Who will be placed in Gehenna or lake of fire? As I said, Satan Revelation 20.10, Antichrist, Revelation 19.20, even 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8, False Prophet, Revelation 19.20, again, Fallen Angels, 2 Peter 2.4, and all the unsaved men and women who reject Jesus Christ as the Savior. Revelation 21.8 we read, So all those who live in sin, even see in that list, it says, even the liars, I should not say even, lie is a sin. Lie is lie. It's not a small lie or a great lie. Lie is a lie. If you lie, that count, counted as a sin in the sight of God, and we are under judgment as well. My dear brothers and sisters, heaven or hell, which will you choose? The Bible is clear in teaching that a man will spend eternity in heaven or hell. Every person is headed to one of these in one of these destiny. One is hell, one is heaven. See, even the last week, we heard about discouragement, disappointment, 
discouragement and discouragement leads to death after death what will happen we are going to face the judgment death our physical death is not the end for our life we know that very well today if this question is asked to each and every one suppose if you die today where we will enter that's what always i used to say the difference between the believer and an unbeliever is this if you ask this question my brother or sister if you die today where you will end immediately if we are sure about our salvation and our belief and our hope the immediate answer could be yes i will be with the lord if you are not prepared to give this answer our salvation is doubt we know in these days we know very well we also say very well very often we are in the last days how many years we are saying this how many years we are saying this we are in the last days last days means what what it reminds us what does it mean actually in the last days means what we should mean it am i right am i right we should mean that what does it mean last days means our hope is expecting the lord's coming am i right we all hope for it at the same time we know it's good to hope for the lord's coming at the same time how many of us ready to die i don't think anyone will ready for ready to die unless we die there is no eternity when we die we will be with the lord that is our hope as well at the same time we also heard about the second coming of the lord those who are alive also will be taken to the middle of the sky there as he is coming going to come as a first time but at, 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 at but at the same time that is not the end as well each and every one has to stand in the front of god as he is going to separate us as a sheep from the goats as he said in the gospel as he said chapter 7 matthew as we read god is going to judge us separate us as a sheep separating sheep from the goat in the last days the judgment will prove that whether we are qualified for heaven or hell everyone is going to give an account not as a group or not as a church everyone has to give our own account 
Okay. As it, this is the case, it is a reminder for each and every one of us. We should live with His grace in our day-to-day living to live a sinless life for Christ Himself. Heaven or hell. Otherwise, you must make a choice. Choice between two masters. The Lord or Satan. The Bible says, Every man, in Acts 16.31, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and ye will be saved, and you are household as well. Everyone who believe in the Lord will be saved, with his household. God says, that whosoever believeth in him, should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world, to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men loved the darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. That we read in John 3, 16 to 19. And again it is a choice between two roads of life. The broad way that most choose leads to eternal death. Or a narrow way that believes in Jesus Christ and receives Him as one personal savior. The broad way is the one those that reject God take. It is the road of sin and rebellion against God of living in sin. This road will take one to hell and everlasting condemnation. The narrow way is called the way of life. And those on this road are believers having accepted God's word and received Jesus Christ as their Savior. And this road is mocked by obedient people who love God and His word. The road takes a person to heaven. I believe we all prepare to follow the narrow road which is preferred for us. Amen? Amen? It's a choice between one of the two deaths. One death is of declared righteous who when they die wake up in presence of God in heaven. Or it's a death of those who will not believe and who reject God free offer of salvation who wake up in the flames of hell. Unbeliever, when they die, they will wake up in fire of hell. Believers, when they die, they will wake up 
with Christ. As I said, there are two destinies, heaven and death, or death. Your choice will determine your eternal destiny. Hebrew 9.21 says, It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. The judgment is to determine towards for the believers and degree of punishment for the lost. Where a person will spend eternity is not determined by riches. The eternity is not determined by riches. Why? The rich man in Luke 16 went to hell because he rejected Christ. It is not because he was rich. Lazarus was a poor man, but it was not his poverty that saved him, but was his faith in God. Secondly, it is not by education or a social standing. Revelation 20.12 says, At the final judgment of the laws, there will be both the small and great. There is no rich people or the poor people. Or there is no educated people or uneducated or social outstanding people. Thirdly, it is not by works. It is not how good you are or what church you are belongs to or what works you have done. It is solely a matter of grace of God given to all who receive Jesus Christ as their Savior by faith alone. Sometimes we may have false hope upon our works or upon our church. It doesn't matter when the judgment comes. It is not based on which church you are belongs to or which spiritual life standing you are belongs to or what ministry you are doing. It is not only at the end the Lord who is going to church. Matthew 7 21 and 21 says there will be in hell some very religious people who knew of Jesus who did a lot of wonderful work and even miracles yet Jesus said he did not know them. And what they did was a work of iniquity. Those people, or church members, sometimes the church members, who had a head knowledge of Jesus Christ, yes, it is not a Christian having a much knowledge about Jesus Christ. Even the unbelievers, non-Christians, having much knowledge about, head knowledge about Jesus Christ. Probably, many of these people believed in their good works. They may be believed on their baptism. Yes, I am baptized. I am a child of God. I am an, an assurance of going to the heaven. No, it is not based on your baptism or your work or whatever you do. These are those that have added the works of God's grace instead of trusting in Christ, shed blood alone. 
my dear brothers and sisters we should hope for our salvation till the end the bible is clear on this matter it is by grace alone apart from any work or righteous acts of men john 3:18 says whoever believes in him is not condemned but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of god one and only son jesus as a conclusion what would be the best for you to do matthew 7:27 says therefore even before that even in matthew 5 what we read what is expected of us 27 onwards 23 onwards matthew 5:23 therefore if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you leave your gifts there in front of the altar first go and be reconciled to your brother then come and offer your gifts in this the lord jesus teaching the very basic truth for a christian first of all he is encouraging or teaching about the relationship between the brethren we sing and we praise and we believe that we are all one this is the body of christ we are the parts of that body jesus christ is the head of this body we are the members or the parts of his body we are all one physically but it is expected even spiritually we should be live in one if not if we have a hatred or any sin against any brother it is a sign that we are not one the second thing what the lord jesus wants to teach his disciple is about worship very specially whenever we come to worship we should come in one accord we should come with loving one another then only we can understand and say and show that we love god it is only because of the love of god and mercies of god we are here amen amen do you believe that god wants us not only sitting together as one body he wants us to be one in spirit as well loving one another since god loved us 
and perform or demonstrated his love through his son god wants us to love him as he loved us if we understand and believe and follow this basic principle in our life then we are far from the condemnation we will we can we will worship together as one brothers and sisters and we will worship together along with our god amen so what is expected we should not have anything against anyone if we know that immediately go back and reconcile and come then we worship secondly in the second portion what it is says what you are supposed to do verse 20 yes 24 onwards chapter 7 matthew 27 verse 24 therefore therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock the rain come down the streams rose and the winds blew and the beat against that house yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock in short what is expected it is not only hearing about the word of god but putting into practice it is not having saying that we have faith in god but practice the faith it is not just hearing sermon after sermon but practice this word obey everything what is commanded today god wants each and every one of us to obey him in everything what he is speaking to us in this thing in verse as i said matthew 7:24 24 the sad fact is many are like a foolish man they build their house on the sand they ignore the loving warning of god they ignore the reality of the fact that they need to be saved they build their lives on the sand of false hope hoping their good works the church membership the baptism something will keep them from hell yet when the time of judgment comes the end is sure they fall and the great into the faith many ignore god's offer of salvation some put it off for some future day thinking they have time what i mean not everybody will obey immediately after hearing the word of god they will think that there is still time is there still time is there but that's why we said we are in the last days we are in the end time any time the trumpet will blow the lord will come once again my brothers and sisters when we urge you to believe and repent for your sins today 
it is because we love you more than we love you the lord jesus christ loves you and loves us that's why he died on the cross for our sins that we might be saved why not quit putting it off why not stop fight with god and surrender to him and ask him to save you right now he promises you and me that is will he is willing and do you realize that forgiveness for sins and eternal life is one a moment away if you will believe Matthew 5:23-24 once again i will read therefore if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you leave a gift there in front of the altar first go and be reconciled to your brother then come and offer your gift reconciliation repentance and reconciliation is the basic foundation of christian living without reconciliation or repentance there is no christianity there is no hope of heaven let us close our eyes close our eyes look to the lord as we are going to take part in the last table we have to prepare ourselves when god has spoken to us in very clear terms because of his love i can tell you this is the word of god to every one of us this afternoon this morning i was telling my family about something i heard on the tv say it is not conducive to church growth to preach about hell i was telling them this morning that God has this message for us today we need to ask for his grace so that we will not meet him as a consuming fire there is no more important message than this people are not taking the word of god serious god is serious about his word the bible says before we round up our prayer let's look at it open the bible quickly to first john chapter 3 we are reading there in verse 10 in this the children of god are manifest and the children of the devil whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of god neither he that loveth not his brother this is it the worst thing that can happen to us is to come to church and from church go to hell it is not the will of god and god has spoken to us directly this morning And so let's examine our lives and ask for that grace. Where there is sin, let's not deceive ourselves. This is not just another message. God has sent it to deliver us. Let's close our eyes and make amend right now and ask him for the grace. The grace is sufficient to deliver us from sin, to save us from the power of sin. Don't say this sin is everywhere. No, no sin is everywhere. There's no sin in heaven. 
Sin is not everywhere. The Bible says we are sin abound, grace did much more. Why don't we close our eyes sincerely right now and say, God, give me grace to overcome this sin. I don't want to go to hell. The Bible says, the one that says, you fool, is in danger of hell. How many times do we say that? Let's close our eyes and pray to God. Father, we thank you for the love that you have for us. Lord, you have opened our eyes this afternoon to see the reality of the end. You are the God of all grace indeed. You are the God of sufficient grace. But you are a consuming fire. The Bible says a day is coming when you will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ. Lord, we are praying, every one of us that have heard your word this afternoon, that, Lord, your grace will be sufficient for us, that when you come to judge the secrets of our hearts, Lord, we will not be found wanting. We will not have our portion with them that believe not. We will not be in hell. Father, we pray because of your love and mercy. Help us this afternoon in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, every form of hardness in our hearts, Lord, we are praying the fire of your word, the fire of hell. Father, we pray, let them consume and melt down every heart in the name of Jesus. Lord, every evil doctrine, every false doctrine that says that anyone that just gets baptized comes to church, that pays his tithe, will go to heaven. Father, every doctrine from the pit of hell, Lord, we pray, eject from our system in Jesus' name. Lord, help us to go from this day, O oh God, to serve you acceptably with godly fear. So that, Lord, this kingdom you have given to us will not be shaken out of our hands. But, Lord, we will see you face to face and we will stay eternally in your presence. Lord, let that be our portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your holy name. Lord, even now as we prepare for the communion, Lord, is there anything that will hinder us from this communion? Father, we know the same thing will hinder us from heaven. Lord, have mercy upon us and cleanse us. Wash every one of us and make this communion a blessing to every one of us. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's come quickly for the communion.
that your grace will be sufficient for us. That as we go out of this place, O God, your grace will help us to live a better life. And your grace will cause us to glorify you. That everything that has been difficult in our lives to overcome, your grace will overcome on our behalf. And this will be a week of joy for us and a week of victory. And your name will be glorified. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's rise up as we share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Go in the grace of the Lord.